Welcome to Ride Ever Stride, episode 67. Welcome to Ride Every Stride with Van Hargis, a podcast about horsemanship and more. Our goal is to educate, motivate, inspire, and entertain you through an exploration of everything horsemanship and the intersection of horsemanship and humanship. My name is Laura McClellan, and I'm your co-host on Ride Every Stride, and I'm happy to be back with Master Horseman Van Hargis. Hey, Van, what's up? Hey there, Miss Laura. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's a beautiful day, so I'm I'm happy. Yes, yeah, same here. Beautiful day, and and you know what? It's it's spring is definitely in the air, and thank God the horses are just about done shedding because <laughs> a lot of a lot of folks don't know, but you know I've I, I've been around horses. Since I was little, but I found out since when I was two years old that I'm allergic to the darn things. And you would have thought that I would just pick a different profession. But, um, so this, this time of year when horses are shedding like crazy, it's, it's, I love it because the horses are looking great, but I hate it because the more they shed, the more I sneeze. Mm. But, uh, thank goodness it's just almost over. Right. I'm just, I'm happy about it. It's my favorite time of year. Yeah, absolutely. I love spring and spring in, in Texas is pretty, pretty great. Folks who don't live in Texas don't know that this time of year you, you get in your car and you go for a drive, or I guess you can get on your horse and go for a ride just to see the, the blue bonnets and stuff. And it's oh, absolutely. Out, so. You bet. Absolutely. Okay, so what is our topic today, Van? Laura, today we're going to talk about try. And in fact, we're, we're titling this one, Before You Do, You First Must Try. But I'm going to tell you, this, this, today's topic was was inspired by something I a video I recently saw and so I forgot who sent it to me but they knew that I'm just really interested in this type of stuff but when I watched this video it it literally moved me to tears I was mm. I was it, but it was happy tears it was one of those emotional type things that as I'm watching it I could just I could just feel things welling up inside of me before you know it my lips quivering before you know it <laughs> You know, I'm dripping tears out of my face. My wife's looking at me and says, what's the matter? And I said, oh my gosh, you got to watch this video. What it was, it was a young girl trying out or auditioning for America's Got Talent. Mm. And the story goes that as she was introducing herself, they noticed that she had an interpreter on stage, but yet there were, she had a little ukulele type thing she was about to play. There were microphones all around. So obviously it appeared as if she was going to sing. But they were curious as to this interpreter. So Simon Cowell asked her a question. Her eyes shifted her interpreter, and her interpreter signed what Simon had repeated or what Simon had said. It turned out that she had been singing since she was four years of age, but by the time she was 18, she had gone deaf. She'd had some nerve damage in her ears and um, connective tissue damage in her ears, and as a result, she had lost her hearing. And yet she's about to try out on one of America's biggest stages, which is America's Got Talent, and she's going to audition for a singing position on there. And number one, that, that alone got me. But yet some of the questions that were being asked, like, well, so how are you going to sing? She was standing on stage with no shoes on, and she could feel the vibrations of the music. And then she said that's what kind of kept the, the, the beat and then because she had started singing at such a young age and she didn't lose her hearing until she was 18, she was also relying on muscle memory. So the muscle memory and then the feel was helping her maintain her tone. And 
so Simon says, okay, you know, in, in absolute disbelief, like, okay, how's this going to work? You know, you could just see Simon Cowell's look on his face and he's, he's looking at her almost with that sarcastic look he has a tendency to give people. And he said, well, okay, so, so what are you going to sing? She said, I'm going to sing a song that I wrote myself. It was in fact, the song that kind of got me back into singing. Cause at one point in my, in my life, I had given up mm-hmm. and I decided that if I was going to become a singer again, then I at least had to try. And Laura, as the big girl began to sing, it was just absolutely amazing. This voice just comes out of nowhere, and she sings so incredibly well. And if that wasn't awesome enough, I could tear myself through my tears enough to listen to the words that she was singing. And she was basically singing of the fact that things weren't going so well for her. And she was aware of that and didn't like it, but she made a choice to try. And that's what I wanted to share with people today is that, you know, always we are hit with things that go on in our life. Sometimes they're long-term things that we struggle with. Sometimes it's a short-term obstacle that might be in our way of, of us achieving our goals the way we see ourselves and wanting to achieve our goals. And yet the reality is, is that it's our choice to look at the situation for what it is, accept it for what it is. But if you're not happy with where you are, then at least take that first step and try. And when you do, it's just amazing how much closer you get to your goal. Yeah. If you, but at first you've just simply got to make that effort to try. And I, and you know, and, and as I thought about that, of course, and I know I sound like I'm obsessed with this horse thing, but the whole time I'm watching this video, I'm thinking, God, I've got to figure out a way to share this with people at the clinics. I've got to figure out a way to share this with people that go to my lessons. And I've got to figure out a way to get this message across on the podcast, because I know that all of us from time to time struggle with things that go on in our lives. And some people just bounce back like nothing. And yet other people really struggle. And other people oftentimes have things come up that make us think that, oh, darn, I'm going to have to give up on my goal and do something completely different. because. Obviously, I can't sing if I'm deaf. Obviously, I can't ride if my back is broken. Obviously, I can't ride if I'm paralyzed from the neck down. You see, but yet... And yet people do all those things. Exactly. Yeah. You know, one of my best friends is a quadriplegic or a paraplegic, rather, and he's paralyzed from his mid-waist downward, and he still rides. He still does clinics. He still inspires other people to do things that they just flat out didn't think they could do. And that's what I want folks to realize is, is that, oh, man, we all know in one way or the other, we all know and I can identify with struggles. And we all feel like in, in cases like we're working with our horses with, oh, my goodness, I'm just going to give up on this horse. I just can't get the job done. I don't know what I'm doing. Things just seem impossible. I just can't do it. But yet you don't really know unless you really try. And when I say really try, I'm thinking about that girl again on stage. I'm sure it wasn't easy for her to start singing when she couldn't even hear herself, couldn't hear the music, but yet she just kept trying. She gave it a full out capital letter try. And as a result, she found herself on one of America's biggest stages and fulfilling a dream, I'm sure. And that's what I want folks to realize is that you can't chase your dreams if you don't try. Yeah, I mean that's so true, and and those sorts of stories are are such a good reminder to us all because you're right. Everybody faces obstacles of one kind or another, big ones, small ones, 
whatever it is we're, we're wanting to do, there may be an obstacle there. But often the biggest obstacle is between our ears. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so to learn to overcome that, I think it, it's such a great thing to share a story like this to remind us that things that seem impossible may not be. And like you said, you, you really don't know unless you get out there and give it a try. And whether it's a little thing like, you know, for me, I, I was a horse crazy little girl and had my pony for a few years when I was little, but because of my bad hips for many, many, many years, I couldn't ride. I, I, it was excruciatingly painful. And I got my hips fixed and that desire to ride had never gone away. And I finally got to a point in my life where I could have a couple horses, but I was scared, scared of getting hurt, scared of, you know, looking stupid, whatever. And all of that kind of led me to, well, maybe I should just, you know, I could just not do it, but that wasn't an option for me. I had to right. at least try. And, yeah. and that's how you and I met when I was looking for a trainer, somebody to train a horse, but also to, to help me kind of get back in the saddle, literally. And yeah. it, it's one of those things, whether that's, that's a very small thing. My life didn't depend on it. My career didn't depend on it, but it was something that I'd wanted for many years. And it, it just became that sort of thing of, I, I have to at least give it a shot. You bet. You know, I remember that very well. In fact, I remember when you very first started riding Scooter, Scooter had just kind of come off the performance training world. You know, he'd been performance horse his whole life, and I'd only just started teaching riding lessons on him. And do you remember when you got on him and you were riding him? And first of all, you you had to have, you, it took you a little while to get in the saddle because your your hips, one hip would would kind of function normally, and the other hip was wouldn't really open up quite as much. Right. So you had a little bit of difficulty kind of getting into the saddle. And you know, you, you took your time, you got up there and you sat. And, but when you got there, you were still a little bit of discomfort because again, one side of your body was opening, one, one side of your hips was opening up really well and the other side wasn't. And this, the hip that wasn't opening well, um, do you remember what you, I mean, you, number one, you explained to me, it says, well, my left, I think it was your left hip. Well, my left hip's not, not really opening up very well. And I could tell, cause I'm watching you as you're walking away from behind. And then you ask me, he says, well, why is he moving off to the right? Why is he just moving that direction? I don't. I want him to go straight. Why is he moving to the right? Well, Laura, your left leg is. <laughs> yeah, your, because, your left leg is pushing him over. <laughs> yeah, but that was, you know, that was an obstacle for me. Why I wasn't sure I could ride because, a, I, it was just so hard to get into the saddle, but I couldn't sit straight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it was so funny watching you even overcome that because yeah. once you realize, oh, well, if this leg is doing it inadvertently, then I've got to add a little bit of pressure on the other leg so that he'll go straight between the legs instead of yeah. over time learning to ignore one. And then over time, too, that hip began to open up a little bit more. Yeah. And so it was almost a therapeutic thing for you, both mentally as well as physically oh, yeah. in that situation. But most importantly with that, that whole summer to me was a big inspiration because I watched you struggle. I watched you work, you know, anybody that knows you, you know, bless your heart. You've got probably the best work ethic I've ever known of anybody. So you worked at it very diligently and you kept at it until by the end of that summer, you're loping around with a big giant smile on your face. It was hilarious. And, and of course it was really cool. But just imagine though, if you wouldn't have at least convinced yourself 
to try. And that's the thing, like yeah. you said a little while ago, I think that's always the largest obstacle is getting out of our own way. Yeah. Is just kind of focusing on what it is that we want and not focusing on the obstacle and then making that effort to, to, to move forward and, and to try. You know, in, in Lord, we've also talked about a little bit of that stuff about in, in previous episodes. For example, you remember there was another episode that we were talking about, you know, just making the effort to try. But at the same time, once you do pl- put the effort in place and you begin to start achieving something, then some people would stop right there and say, okay, well, okay, now I've tried. And they, they kind of quit. But the way I look at it is reward yourself for just the try sometimes. Yeah. Step back and say, you know what? I tried. Give myself a good pat on the back. But at the same time, you remember another thing that I said at that particular, uh, that summer that you were working, here's your type A personality coming out. I said, Laura, good job. That was perfect. Yeah. And you yelled at me. You yelled at me and said, that wasn't perfect. I know I can do better than that. And I said to you, well, that's perfect for now. Yeah. I want people to think about that. Whenever you make, whenever you had the guts enough to try something that you didn't think that you could do or try something that you've always wanted to do, and you make that effort, even if it's nothing more than making the phone call, even if it's nothing more than just coming out for the first time, even if it's nothing more than just acknowledging the fact of what you want and that you're going to make the effort, give yourself a pat on the back for that. But don't be satisfied. Don't quit there. Yeah. Hear that voice in your head. So, okay, that was perfect. For now. For now. Yeah. And then try again. And then reward yourself there. If you've made any kind of progress whatsoever, reward yourself again. And because on another previous episode, we talked about that every time you do something, think of that as a success. And before you know it, you get really good at following those successes because success is what you expect and success is what creates that habit. And now you've got this habit of success. And before you know it, that inspires you to do what? Try again. And you just keep trying. And then I want to remind people of yet another episode that we had on, on Ride Ever Stride, which was the four questions of successful horsemanship. Once you try and once you make that effort, then I want you to think about where, you, where that was and measure it. That was one of the questions. Well, how did that work out for you? Measure it. And then next time, try to best it. Try to do it just a little bit better. The questions all together were this. They were, number one, what do you want? Number two, is what you want fair? In other words, is it achievable? Can it be done? Number three, can you communicate what you want? And a lot of times we talk about in, the, in regard to the horses, can you communicate what you want in a way that the horse can understand? And then lastly, how'd that work out for you? In other words, did it work? Give yourself a, you know, I, I grade myself a lot of times on a scale to one to 10. And if it's not a 10, I'm going to try again and I'm going to try to get it better. And that's what I want people to realize. But it all starts with us just getting out of our own way and having the guts to try. And I encourage everybody to try. Yeah. And I mean, that applies across the board. This, this is, I guess, a topic that really falls squarely in the, in the middle of the horsemanship and humanship spectrum. It applies everywhere. So if in your horsemanship journey, you know, you want to, I don't know, you know, show, enter a show and, but it's, it's scary because you haven't done it before. Well, let yourself try you know, prepare as best you can and go out there and give it a shot and then congratulate yourself for being brave enough to do that. 
and evaluate, okay, what can I do better next time? Instead of, instead of, well, I didn't win or place, I, you know, I didn't do perfectly. That's not the measure. Right. The measure is, did you make the effort? Did you prepare as best you were able to? And did you get out there and, and give it a shot? And then you've got something to work with for me. And, and it applies again across the board. I, as I, we were, you were talking about this, I was thinking for me, writing, you know, I'm working on writing a book and it's scary to me because what if, what if I can't do it? What if I do it badly? You know, what if what I put on the page is terrible? Well, I can edit something once it's on the page, but unless I start writing and put, you know, try, uh, I'll I'll never know. Uh, You you can't edit a blank page. So, and same thing for, you know, if somebody is thinking about starting a new career, going to school, or I don't know, asking someone out on a date, you don't know what you can accomplish unless you try. Right. Good stuff, Miss Laura. It really is. And, 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 and again, I just want to pay tribute, I guess, to that, that young girl. I just thought that was so yeah. cool, you know, for having the guts to, to get up and, and try again until eventually she'd earned the right to go to America's largest stage and, and, and try there. And, and I'd encourage people. I wish to, and we'll try to find that in the show notes or put it in the show notes. I'd like to encourage people to watch the video and, and, and then get back with us and let us know what you think and let us know. I want to know if there's any other guys out there that are going to cry their eyes out when they watch that <laughs> darn thing, or if I'm just one of those weird suckers that just get so darn easily emotional. But yeah, so y'all uh, can send uh, <laughs> find other videos like that and send them to Van so we can make them cry. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for that. I tell you, I tell you. But anyway, I just I really hope that uh, I really hope that this uh, this message today, Laura, works with folks in their minds and helps them kind of get out of their way, as you put it. And uh, and put a foot forward and and try. And then when you do, give yourself a pat on the back for that. Yeah. And when your horse makes her, and be aware of those around you that are doing the same things, and encourage those around you. If you're riding your horse, give yourself a pat on the back, but don't forget to rub your horse as well, and let them know that hey, that was a good effort, and let's try again. Let's just keep moving forward. And before you know it, there's not a goal out there that we can't achieve and we can't reach. We, you know, and I hate to sound so cliche, but we are our own limitation. And if we'll just kind of get out of our way, who knows what we could really accomplish. Well, if, if you have some thoughts on this, if you, or if you have some more inspiring videos to, to share, uh, there's a number of ways you can get your questions, your comments, or your sappy videos in front of Van. There's the Van Hargis Horsemanship Facebook page. Uh, He's always keeping an eye on that and happy to interact with you there. You can also send your questions, comments, suggestions, tear-inducing videos to Van at info at vanhargis.com. And he'll he'll see all those emails as well. Trying to think what else. Make sure you visit the website. Again, we're going to try and find the link and uh, for that video and share it in the show notes. You'll find those on the website at vanhargis.com. Just look for the podcast tab and look for this episode and you'll find information there. You'll find lots of other good stuff on the website. The, the store is there. The calendar where that lists all the places that Van's going to be this year are there. And if he's not coming to your area so you, that you can meet him in person, consider whether you want to host a Van Hargis horsemanship clinic. The There's information about how you can do that also on the website. 
and the link to get information about and uh, join the Top Hand Club, where you get access to all sorts of great information, little tutorial videos, and a lot of other benefits, including a discount on stuff in the store. So if you're looking to buy something from the store, you might want to join the Top Hand Club first. What else, Dan? Well, that's just about it. I would like to kind of mention again, if people are interested in coming out and being a part of the the Van Hargis horsemanship scene on a much, much closer level and in great detail, we will be taking applications uh, starting immediately for our new intern and apprentice program starting again this fall. It's been several years since we've done an intern and apprentice program. I kind of refused to do one until we had the housing situation ideal, and now we've got at least four dorm rooms available, So, uh, and we'll soon have other cabins available as well. But we just want to invite people, if they really want to pursue horsemanship at a much, much deeper level, to uh, check out our website, send us a query about that, and send in your applications on how to, how to get involved with the intern and apprentice program at Van Hargis Horsemanship. But Laura, I'd like to end today, though, with, with a special thanks to you, because, you know, the podcast itself would not have come to fruition had you not encouraged me to try it. Uh, and I know that was the topic of the day was to try. And I was very reluctant. You know, I mm-hmm. fought over I didn't know anything about it. I don't, you know, what, what the heck's a podcast? What do you mean radio on demand? I don't know what the heck that is. I mean, I, I was throwing every obstacle and every argument against it possible. And yet through your encouragement, I eventually decided to give it a try. And since then, I've, I've been very, very grateful for you for inspiring it. But at the same time, I've also been very grateful for the listeners for encouraging it. So I would like to say thank you very much to, to everyone for that. And then, of course, we'd like to end by saying, as usual, I wish everybody would remember that it's your ride and your trail and your journey. So ride every stride. <laughs>